More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in everybody. Friday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show Our man Clay is on a lovely vacation in Italy with the family, which means that you are rocking out with me, Buck, for the next week or so. I'm very excited to get to hang with all of you. We will keep this unsinkable aircraft carrier of free speech on target and moving along. So, got much to discuss today. It is Friday. So I'd very much like to hear from many of you across the country. 800-282-2882. You know that phone number. Give us a ring. We've got a lot of things. It's Friday, so open to whatever you think is really important. To give you a little menu of where we're going here, obviously more on the Biden budget and 2024, because that's what the Biden budget really has implications for. We've got... Oh, my, so much. Ron DeSantis with his Freedom Blueprint tour in Iowa. Hey, I'm in Iowa. Anybody have any ideas why maybe that's going on? Interesting state to make sure that he puts uh, on the calendar here. He's there uh, today. We'll discuss that. Like I said, the Biden budget and what that means for 2024 where the economy is right now, where it's poised to go. That's certainly important. The Gulf Cartel in Mexico, the vicious, brutal Gulf Cartel, one of the most powerful cartels there, has apologized publicly in a note for uh, seizing four Americans, killing two of them in what we're told is crossfire. I'll have more for you on the situation at our southern border. Glenn Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, He was at a CNN town hall last night, and it was a mixed bag, I think you could say, for Youngkin. Then it'll also make some sense of what's going on here with the Manhattan District Attorney. You may have seen the headlines. Indictment is imminent against Trump. Criminal indictment against Trump. And I understand that we are all, at this point in time, 
absolutely exhausted with their uh, their lunacy, the maniacal way that they still focus on a criminal indictment of Donald Trump as though that's going to do anything for them, really. That's going to save the country. Um, this indictment, if it were to come, is is preposterous, and I don't think it is going to happen. And it is an abuse, one of the most egregious abuses of the law we have seen against Donald Trump, that it is even being considered. So we will uh, discuss that uh, that as well. So we got we got Biden, the Biden budget. We got DeSantis. Oh, and also the reports out there that DeSantis is privately telling people that he will run for president. <gasps> the Washington Post with the hot off the presses revelation that it is likely that Ron DeSantis is going to announce for president in May. I told you all this. I saw Ron recently and I saw Ron back in June in person, talked a bit, and uh, he has lost at least 20 pounds. Now, I understand health and fitness. It's great at any any point in your life, right? Oh, I've. I'm thinking about dropping some LBs myself these days. But you lose that kind of weight that fast. He's running for president, folks. We all know it. And it's going to be a very interesting, to put it mildly, uh, primary, I think, at this point. But let's just focus in for a second uh, before I get more into that. And I'm very curious to hear where all of you are on this. It's so it's so tough to get a real sense of how the the true Republican base, which is the audience of this show, for example, uh, the true Republican base, true conservatives from the grassroots up uh, all across the country, how they're feeling at this stage about the primary. I'm seeing a lot of people, and I'm wondering how many of you share this sentiment, a lot of people feel like, let's let it happen. Let's just see where it goes. Why have a position right now? We ha- we have primaries for a reason. We have a process so that people can see the new positions, can actually watch these candidates in action, and can make considered determinations about which Republican contender to cast their vote for when the time comes. And I got to say that that's all seems very sensible to me. This is why we have primaries and not coronations. And I think that that's something that uh, a lot of you. Well, I'm curious how many of you feel that way uh you can always also by the way send us emails at clayandbuck.com become a vip subscriber goes right to our uh, producers on the team and they funnel them right to us and we get to see what your thoughts are all right biden here on the budget he is uh gearing up for right now the political fight that looms over the debt ceiling because that's going to happen just to give you some things that are in the biden budget um, and, and understand that this is a a mission statement of priorities that is essentially the baseline for his 2024 reelection. Or this is this is the foundation of what he's going to be uh, telling everybody he's going to do in 2024. The Biden budget that has that has just been uh, put out there, it is a six point eight nine trillion dollar proposal. And Biden wants, Wall Street Journal with some great analysis on this, $4.7 trillion more of your money. And the federal debt over the course of the next decade, according to the journal here, would grow by $17 trillion? How is that? How is that possible? There's a new wealth tax in there. And by the way, we know it's possible because what do Democrats want to do? Take more of your money and spend it on stuff 
that they think is really important, like climate change, climate change, so scary. I, I wish that we could at least bring Democrats back to a place of enough sanity where we could we could focus on how to address things that we both agree are important instead of things that are imaginary. I mean, the Democrats are, tint, are, are tilting at windmills, or rather, building them as fast as they can out in the ocean. You know, they've got these wind turbines, apparently causing, po- possibly, I should say, possibly causing some problems for whales, which I didn't realize was a thing that could happen, but certainly causing a lot of problems for birds. I have said before that these wind turbines they build are, sadly, uh, arts for migratory fowl. They kill a lot of birds. And uh, they are highly inefficient as a means of trying to uh, produce the energy we need to get our economy, to, to keep our economy going at the rate it currently is. Never mind to grow the economy, which we should do with an all of, the, all of the above approach. And this is so obvious. This is so clear. And all of the above approach that relies on, yes, a lot of fossil fuel, natural gas, and nuclear as well. But conversation we can get into in more depth another time. Here is President Biden on the looming debt ceiling fight. He wants you to know the only problem with the economy, it's not the trillions of dollars that have been spent unnecessarily. It's not the decrease in the ability to produce uh, energy. It's not the, you know, the, the, the problems of regulation the Biden administration has made much worse. It's none of that. No, it is MAGA Republicans who are the real issue for the economy. Play 12. The biggest threat to our recovery is the reckless talk. The reckless talk. My MAGA friends, this is not yours. I heard me say it's not your father's Republican Party, but the Republicans in the United States Congress. They uh, well, what they want to do with regard to the debt limit. You know, they're threatening to fall on our national debt. In fact, planning to fall, as some Republicans seem to be doing, puts us very much at risk. I believe we should be building on our progress, not go backwards. So I urge our extreme MAGA Republican friends in the Congress to put their threats aside. Join me in continuing the progress we built. Yeah, join. Yeah, yeah. MAGA, MAGA Republican. Yeah, just basically go along with my Bernie Sanders spending plan that has soak the rich provisions, that has a, a wealth tax. I don't even talk about this part of it yet. There is a 25% minimum tax on the full income of Americans with more than $100 million in wealth. So that means taxing assets that have not even been realized. So if you build a very successful company, for example, that is worth hundreds of millions of dollars, you are going to be taxed at a minimum 25% level above the $100 million in assets. That maybe sounds like, oh, not that big a deal. Those people have so much money. Except how do they get the money to pay for that? They're going to have to sell stock. That's going to affect the company's growth. That's going to affect jobs. That's going to affect investment. And, and remember, ultimately, you have people like Biden and the social justice warriors around him who are economic illiterates who are pushing this stuff. Wouldn't know the first thing about building a successful company. All they know is identity politics, victimization, and Marxism, basically. That's really how they approach economics. Have to find the people who have oppressed others in the system, find people who have exploited others in the system, take more of their stuff, and that will make everybody just great. Everything will be fine. That'll pay for everything. This is a fallacy. It's actually a lunacy, but 
This is where the Democrats come from on this stuff. He also, this was remarkable. This is just yesterday. The crime issue, Democrats escaped by the, by the skin of their teeth. They escaped on the crime issue in 2022 because of the focus in key races on the 2020 election. The data speaks clearly on this, meaning the votes that were cast by people we needed to cast for Republicans. And uh, in some places, in some ways, on the issue of abortion, although that is much that is complicated. There are places like Texas and Ohio where extremely strong life protecting candidates, J.D. Vance, for example, uh, governor of Texas, Abbott, uh, did did quite well in the election. So it's not it's not an everywhere thing. But there were issues that that distracted from defund the police and the Democrats madness on criminal justice issues notice though i've been telling you this and i I want everyone to understand what we are facing you're not facing biden in 2024 based on how he's governed you are not facing the biden agenda we are going to be facing a a facade we're going to be facing a construct of you know joe biden wants people in the middle and you're not a joke wants you know, we want friends, you know, come together, man. You know, it's going to like, we're going to just tax the rich people. I think he actually did some creepy whispering. Um, but here he is saying that it is Republicans, Republicans who want to defund police. Play 13. MAGA Republicans are calling for defunding the police departments and defunding the FBI now. That's a good one. I like that one. Well, guess what? And they refuse to provide funding that's going to keep communities safe and secure. We talk about help, about crime. Well, it's outright. My budget invests in public safety. It includes funding for more training, more support for law enforcement at a time when they expect to pay, play many roles. Ah, so Biden is the law and order candidate now. You see how they've done that? You see what's gone on here? Because they know that they're not going to get lucky a second time in 2024, and they have lunatic prosecutors, these progressive Soros-backed prosecutors in major cities across the country. They have Democrat mayors who are a combination of wrong in their beliefs about criminal justice and also incompetent. So even if they have the right ideas, they don't know how to enact them so that people are safer and businesses can stay open without being constantly looted in slow motion through or sometimes in a flash mob, but slow motion through the constant theft going on, the the organized retail theft, the uh, systematic shoplifting that goes on. People are effectively paying their bills by shoplifting from places like, you know, Walgreens, CVS. Just go in there, steal a couple hundred dollars worth of stuff. That's it. Why work? When you can go into a CVS in San Francisco, steal $800 of stuff, and as a, as a function of prosecutorial discretion, not even be arrested. A lot of people will take that up. They'll say, oh, this is a big company. Oh, I, I can steal without consequence. A lot of criminals see this as no issue. But look at what Biden is doing. They're already laying the groundwork. They're going to lie to you about everything. Now, for you and me, it's not going to work, and we're going to point out what a bunch of lies it is, and we're going to point out how absurd this is, 
that they're pretending Biden is something he's not in order to get him elected. Doesn't that sound really familiar to you? Wasn't Biden elected, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Biden elected to unite the country, to cool down the political passions, to bring us to get all this stuff? Now, again, you and I knew that was preposterous. Biden's actually a jerk. He's a total phony. He says whatever he has to say. He's been giving the same speech based on nothing but the most, you know, the, the most clear demagoguery. And yet it, it worked enough. Put aside whatever you think. I know the pandemic and the election processes in 2020. The guy's been president now for it's going on year three here. So they managed to do it. So how do we stop them from doing it another time? One thing is we have to understand they're going to run a a figment of the Democrat imagination, as in Joe Biden, a construct. He will not be real. He'll be the law and order candidate. He'll be the unite the country candidate. They're just trying to fool enough people in the middle of the country politically that they can get another four years of Bernie Sanders AOC approved left wing policy. This is the game they play. They lie at election time, and then they govern like Marxists. This is what Joe Biden is going to do. Get ready for it now. This is not going to be easy. This is going to require a massive counterbalance uh, or massive counter-effort against the propaganda of the Biden regime. Did you know that Pure Talk saves the average person some $600 a year on their cell phone bill? These are folks like me who have switched to Pure Talk from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile to find those savings. Average-sized families on a family plan are saving even more. I'm talking like $900 a year. They're still enjoying ultra-fast 5G service. That's because Pure Talk uses the same network and same towers as one of those big companies, but without all the expensive overhead. Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their service. It's all based here in the U.S., by the way. They have a 100% money-back guarantee. So instead of paying a fortune to Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, cut your bill in half with Pure Talk, my cell phone company. Just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The supply chain of smarts, sanity, and truth. Uninterrupted. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. This is Buck. And uh, I'm rolling solo while Clay's on vacation. We have a lot to discuss here, um, including, and I was just telling you that Biden, this is not a minor thing. Democrats, I'm sure their internals are all showing this. They've got a big problem in uh, with with crime. Remember, they have a more difficult Senate map to defend in the next election. But also the numbers that we've seen, the longer the crime level stays high, the harder it is for Democrats to try to explain it away as a, a, a relic of COVID, all these things that they've said, and people are fleeing. They're fleeing these cities. So let's dive into that. The Democrat pivot on crime. I think this is absolutely essential. We'll get into some of this here in just a moment. Also, your call. So light us up. 800-282-2882. Are you ready for a better night's rest? A cooler, more comfortable night's rest? The new 2.0 version of the MyPillow will do that for you. MyPillow 2.0 has the same patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, but now includes brand new exclusive fabric that is made with temperature regulating thread. I've got some at home. Carrie and I love them. We, we got these MyPillow 2.0s and they're right on our beds now. The deal from Mike Lindell on the pillows, by the way, is fantastic. Right now, buy one, get one free. But for a limited time with our names, Clay and Buck as the promo code. The MyPillow 2.0 is 100% made in the USA, comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listener Specials to get this buy one, get one free offer on the MyPillow 2.0. Enter that promo code Clay and Buck, or call 800-792-3269. That's 800-792-3269 to get the MyPillow 2.0 now. Portland's Crime Crisis. Soros-backed DA creating lawless, free-for-all mentality, according to trial attorney. This was a Fox piece from a couple days ago, and it goes into some of what we tell you about here on the show on a regular basis. Talks about a, a man who called the police after witnessing someone break into an SUV in broad daylight. And the operator said that the police will not do anything because the person who called was not the victim of the crime. 
Think about that for a moment, everybody. Now we have cities in America, and for our KEX audience in the Portland area of uh, Oregon, you know all too well what I'm talking about. But you have people who are uh, in positions of authority that are supposed to, as their job, not just enforce the law because they're paid to do it, because they have a legal and ethical moral obligation to do it. It is a duty. It is not just, hey, do this because we're paying you. That's a part of it. But these prosecutors and mayors, mayors like Ted Wheeler, for example, who is truly the the worst of the worst of Democrat mayors. I mean, he's at the very top of the pile of mayors that you should uh, any city with any sense would get rid of from office as soon as possible. But what happens when you're in a city and, and the decisions are being made? not even to change the laws, but to make it impossible to enforce them. That's what's happening. This is what you've seen in many places. Portland, for example, they are now saying that they will not uh, they will not pursue a criminal if the person making the complaint is not the one who was stolen from. So if you see, let's say, a car theft on the streets of Portland calling in, and it's not your car that has been stolen, police don't care. At least that's that's what we're told based on this reporting a couple of days ago in uh, from Fox. And does this surprise anybody? The prosecution rate has fallen off a cliff. You've seen this in many of these cities. But when they decide that they're going to th- think about the ways they can attack this. And this comes without the uh, w- without the members of the state legislature necessarily passing Laws. Some of this will be laws they pass, but some of this is just decisions made by bureaucrats. If you wanted crime to flourish and you wanted to make it very hard to have any accountability for the obvious damage that that will create, the victimization of people through crimes, that's the biggest one, people being shot and murdered and raped and assaulted and robbed and that's what you're trying to prevent with all this. Also, the flight of businesses, the flight of capital, the deterioration and destruction of otherwise wonderful American cities that are now being turned into places where people are voting with their feet. They're fleeing in large numbers. But if you wanted to do that, if you were coming up with a template, it would look exactly like what these Democrats have done. You decide you're not going to arrest for a whole range of crimes. You're not even going to, under prosecutorial discretion, never mind actual legislation that you would think could create some accountability, but limited. Through prosecutorial discretion, you'd say, we're not even going to arrest these people anymore. You want to steal stuff? We're not going to arrest you. Unless it's, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. And even then, you know, maybe, maybe the shoplifting is just social justice and we need to see it that way. This is the mindset. This is the mindset in San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, St. Louis, New Orleans, Washington, D.C. Look at the loss that was just dealt to the district uh, Democrats and House Democrats, by the way. So so there's the local council in D.C. that voted for this crime bill, which is really a pro-crime bill. And even Biden had to say, look, I'm I'm not standing in the way of Republicans swatting this thing down because you guys are out of your mind you're going to cost us seats remember democrats do not care about the suffering of people in these cities from their policies they view it unfortunately as a necessary side effect 
There's going to be more crime when we pursue more social justice. There will be more shooting victims when we are trying to deal with systemic racism. This is the Democrat mindset. They view this as a necessary place that you have to get through, or maybe it's just the necessary status quo in order to achieve more social justice. But they do react when it comes to their power being threatened. That's when all of a sudden they'll say, okay, okay, fine. If you're really going to vote me out of office, maybe I'm going to do something. I mean, think about this in, in Chicago. You can go through all these cities. These, these policies that are, this is not made up stuff by the right. This is not things that we're, we're, we're cherry picking or no, no. In Chicago, for example, they have limited, uh, foot pursuits by police to where it's, you're effectively never going to foot pursue. I mean, they've decided, sorry, you know, stolen car, carjacking, broad daylight. Well, if the guy's driving too fast in the getaway car, we, we don't, we can't pursue. The, the, the rules they have put in place have made it almost impossible for there to be effective law enforcement. And then they turn around and say, well, gosh, look at all the crime that's happening. This is why you have someone like Corrine, uh, I'm sorry, not Corrine Jean-Pierre, a different part on my list, Kathy Hochul saying, uh, that public safety is her number one priority now. Look at this. Play 23. Kathy Hochul, the public first, safety yeah. is absolutely my number one priority. It's top of mind for all New Yorkers. And I'm working closely with Mayor Adams to help provide resources to protect people in the subway, supporting our NYPD and their work. Subway crimes are down rather dramatically since we started our concerted effort. So that's an important part of it. But we're not finished. I have put in a record amount of money to support district attorneys, to support law enforcement, diversion programs. So we're making a difference. But we're nowhere near satisfied with the rates. But in comparison to other big cities and other states, New York is the safest big state in America. New York City is the safest city in America, large city. So now, as somebody who can speak with a lot of personal uh, detail about New York, uh, they let it deteriorate more rapidly during the pandemic in terms of crime than any place I've ever seen in my life. It was appalling what they did, and it was decisions made by de Blasio, who is honestly a reckless and destructive and and just odious human being. And then Adams came in and had this mandate that he was supposed to fill of, of making everything safer on the streets, but he still brought over a lot of the Democrat mentality with, well, you know, we don't we don't want to be. We don't want to be seen as being too harsh. And uh, the problem he's got is he inherited district attorneys who are social justice activists with law degrees. And this is what you've seen in so many of the other cities across the country as well. You have people who really should be working for the DNC or for Media Matters or something who are the assistant district attorney in charge of felony prosecutions. And they say, well, I don't want to prosecute this. I don't want to prosecute that. Sorry, you know, we we don't like we don't like the disparate impact these prosecutions are having in this community by identity politics standards. Too many young minority men are being prosecuted. So the response of these prosecutors and they're open about this is we're just going to have fewer prosecutions. Well, that's starting to turn around now because they know that people are reaching their limit in these places. What I think is fascinating is that they're going to change their approach, but they're going to 
never admit that we've been right all along. Notice how she brought up the subway. And other, yeah, I talked about this earlier in the week, right? Because I always tell you the truth. Subway crime in New York is down. All right, subway crime in New York is down. Okay, why? More cops enforcing the law, which means arresting people who break it, irrespective of what they look like, irrespective of what the demographic profile of the arrestees is going to be predominantly. If you if you just enforce the law and you have enough resources there to do so, you get less crime. The most obvious thing imaginable in the world of criminal justice and public safety, but, but, Democrats are just going to start doing it in time for the next election cycle in some places. And Biden's going to run as a law and order guy. And they're going to hope you forget that they were the here. Do, do we have a defund montage handy, by the way? I think we should always have our defund police montage at hand. Um, but oh, we do. Well, here's here's what the Democrats were saying recently. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So, yes, defund your butts. Defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. Reallocation, defund, all this stuff. Top Democrats. That's what they were all saying. And they no longer, no longer are going to adhere to that, are they? I know that it sounds crazy, but you're hearing it from me and you know on, on, on national security and on, on law enforcement stuff, you, you know, I read the tea leaves pretty darn well. Biden is going to run as a law and order candidate. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It's a big lie, but we have to fight against the lie. My fellow gun owners out there, but I just, I just picked up, uh, gosh, I got my AR. I got my range gun. I'm going to go out and get a concealed carry in the next uh, couple weeks here, but. I've got some ammo. Let me tell you, ammo is super expensive these days. Um, that's why I want to make sure when I get to the range, I'm getting the most out of every round I put down range, which means keeping my skills sharp off the range. That's what the Mantis X system does. It's awesome. It's a way to practice your shooting skills from home with no ammo involved. It's obviously totally safe. You can do it sitting on, you know, your, your couch or uh, sitting at the kitchen table. Mantis X is a firearms training system that is an all-electronic, no-ammo way to improve your shooting accuracy. It attaches to your firearm like a weapon light. You connect to your iPhone by Bluetooth and then an app on your phone. You can use it at home or at the range, wherever it's safe to use your firearms. And the Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. Nearly everyone, I mean like 90% plus of shooters, improve within just 20 minutes of using the Mantis X. This product is now being used by U.S. military and special forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Find every podcast as they're released and listen. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day.
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We got some lines lit, my friends. We're going to get to your calls here in just a second. Uh, also, want to tell you, Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin did a CNN town hall last night uh, with Jake Tapper. I'm of the mind. I-, I think the DeSantis Trump approach of not allowing regime media to ambush you and mess things up for you, especially this early in a in a primary. Uh, is a much smarter move. I don't understand why you'd want to give people who are um, who are activists for the Democrat Party the chance to undermine you. Uh, but he spoke on on the trans uh, trans issue as it relates to bathrooms and also girls in sports. 
you know, was uh, it was a it was a mixed situation um, for Youngkin in terms of how he how he dealt with all this. I, I want to get into some of that with you, though, coming up next. And then also, as if little Tony Fauci, you thought he was gone because he's no longer the highest paid employee of the federal government. But, you know, he's got one. He has but one regret for his covid madness. Any of you want to guess what it is? What is the one thing, the one thing that Fauci says he regrets of all the things that he got catastrophically wrong of all the lies? The one thing that he'll admit he regrets. And just keep in mind, here's the hint. As if it were possible for me to find him more loathsome, um, he found a way. He found a way with his one regret. We'll get to that uh, in the next hour. We got a stacked show, my friends. Uh, Jordan in North Carolina wants to talk about GOP primary season. What's going on, Jordan? What's up, Buck? Amazon driver Jordan here. Great hair. Thank you, sir. Trump told me once, uh, best hair in television, probably best in radio. I thought that was very nice of him. So, <laughs> No, nah, but, man, uh, my thing is on the whole uh, primary coming up is I'm – Love Trump, but I am 1,000% behind DeSantis. Like, we need someone that is, A, younger, and because then that brings up the age issue, which will make it very hard to overlook and people to vote for Biden. And I just – and DeSantis is smart. He's a veteran. He's, he's just sharp as a tack. Like, I, I love DeSantis. I love Trump. Love him. But politically, I think too many people have been brainwashed into orange man bad. And I just I just really think it's time to move on. Well, you know, Jordan, I thank you so much, man. Thanks for calling in. Um, I, I would say one thing to keep in mind here is um, there's what there's what the Republican base is going to want. And then there's what is going to win in a general and to win the general. There are a handful of states, really about six or seven of them that are critical. We all know what they are. Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, Maybe you put New Hampshire in there, even though it's a pretty small state. Uh, you know, there's some there's some places that are going to be the battlegrounds. Which Republican candidate can win those states? Because the you know he's going to win. He's going to win Texas, right? God bless Texas. He's going to win Texas. He's going to win Florida. But those key states, who will win in those states, and that will determine not just who's in office, but the future of the country for at least four years. Jack in Altoona, Pennsylvania. What's going on, Jack? Uh, hello. This is Jack. You're on radio, Jack. What's up? Oh, back to the college loan uh, thing. Um, if you look at the uh, loans, federal loans these kids had were sold to private corporations uh, looking at the list of the owners of the private corporations, let's say Navient, um, I noticed that there are some World Economic Forum banks that... Uh, ah, so you think this is a backdoor play to get money to major donors and also to college debt folks so that uh, it yeah. backs up the Democrats. That's interesting. I, I will say, thank you for calling in, I will say one thing I hadn't mentioned at the top of the show when I... Uh, you know, we got a lot going on right now, but is that you have this Silicon Valley bank.
has been seized by regulators. There is a run on deposits. My friends, this is a bank in Silicon Valley. It's got over $200 billion of deposits. There is a run on this bank happening right now. And this, look, it could be something that they contain, but this could be serious financial contagion. How does a recession or even a depression start? With news stories like this, we'll talk about it coming back. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 